We'll get no, no. That's our uh, that's our two of us. Spoiler <laughs> makers. Shit. I, I'm actually. I gotta take. I'm dying go, over here. Go ahead. I actually broke go out go. sweat. I mean, go. that's going in the podcast, but let's go. That's going in. To another rendition of the Bros in the Berg podcast. Today is August 28th, 11.30 a.m. local time, and my name is Ryan Doyle here with Robbie Bergstone and Connor Doyle, recording a podcast that covers a wide world of, wide world of sports, pop culture, and uh, anything else we decide to talk about that day, usually ending with a tier list. We're glad you're coming back to join us, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you uh, get your podcast. And we hope that this next hour and change will be an entertaining one for you. Connor? We apologize for going on another hiatus of however many weeks because we are incapable Bro, of getting our schedules together. Like, just can't figure it out, apparently. So, okay, well, we, we, was, we, was it just me that was out of town last week? No, I was moving in and like I had a lot of stress. That was mostly me, I think, the yeah. past two weeks. I mean, I didn't even have my computer for one of the weeks. I was home last weekend, too. So it was also me. You, you should have just done a solo podcast, Robbie. <laughs> I've been offering that for a while now, and I, and I know that that's what the fans want. Yeah, you're right. It's just me. No, I know. So. I, I want a drunken live betting of, like, a, a, a major golf tournament. You know, the best thing about this upcoming weekend is that it's the first weekend of college football, and I'll be in a state where I can legally gamble on college football. So I may or may not be sending you some nasty parlay. I've I've already had multiple people like I'm gonna text you bets all weekend. I'm like, all right, just send them my way. And then whatever winnings you earn, those are now mine. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well you gotta take some I, sort I of a percentage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh so obviously yesterday college football technically kicked off week zero. Um, but college football is back and I think everybody is is relieved. I mean, everybody loves college football. Um I think kind of universally the best sport in the world i don't think it's a really a debate uh it is college football that might be a u.s take but here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no the yeah. only reason it's not known worldwide is because they don't watch it if they watched it worldwide yeah they would understand. yeah exactly um but it is the official best sport uh and i want to go through the ap top 25 with you gentlemen because uh it was released the official ap top 25 so I'm gonna go down the list, and we're gonna we're gonna see what we think is an appropriate ranking, who we think is overrated, who we think is underrated. So starting off here at number one, uh, AP poll, Alabama. What do you what do you what do you gentlemen think of that? If we could be ranked higher than number one, I'd say we should be. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> totally biased aside, we are the best team in the country with the Heisman return, Saban. We kept both offense and defensive coordinators i don't know when the last time that happened was had a mm. lot of great transfers come in yeah that georgia also, tech running back like we're gonna yeah. we're loaded again eli ricks cornerback from uh, lsu as well the secondary is going to be nice this year it's mm -hmm. it's a stacked lineup but also fun fact is the 14th consecutive season that alabama has been ranked number one in the ap poll at some point during the year that's and God. i don't an absolutely I, absurd stat and for you betting fanatics out there it's uh you know, the line for Alabama wins for the regular season is 11 and a half. Let's just go ahead and hammer the over while we're <laughs> yeah. here. Just just lock it in. Wait, what is it I also, against Utah I also State? I really like uh, 
the no, over for wins on the season. For wins on the season. Oh, wins. Sorry, I thought you said the spread. <laughs> Eleven and one or twelve and zero. Oh. Pick, take yeah. your pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also really like uh, Will Anderson at plus twenty two hundred for the Heisman. Mm. I like those odds. Kind of, kind of nice odds because I think he's gonna have another monster year. Yeah. The picture of him, like they took the team picture, and then just his face, like looks like a man who's ready to tear someone's head off. He was disrespectful like, he just a little bit right. last year at the end of the big season. time, big time. Mm. Uh, number two, and their first game is at Utah State. This list actually shows me their first game, so I'll be reading those out too. Uh, number two, the Ohio State Buckeyes of the Big Ten Conference. Right where they should be. They're going to be really good this year too. C.J. Stroud, obviously coming off a high, you know, people argued Heisman worthy year. So I guess we will see who who ended up winning last year. It was Bryce, right? Bryce Young. Bryce yeah, Young. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, but he again, C.J. Stroud is among the favorites to win uh, the Heisman this year. Uh, number three, we I have... I think he is the odds-on favorite right now, I'm pretty sure. Is he? Okay. Uh, number three, we have the defending champs, uh, Georgia. Two They're high. good. Lost some firepower. Um, definitely a top-five team, right? We mm. will we will see what Stetson Bennett is made of this year because that defense is yeah. not going to play at the level it did last year. No. It's going to be up to him to actually win them a few games, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see... Was it that defense that won them the national championship last year? Or was it that Stetson Bennett kind of picked up his play, which he did start playing better towards the end of the year last year and yeah. played very well in the national championship game. But I'm going to go on a dark horse bet here. And again, Alabama Homer, but I think um, Georgia loses two games this year. I don't think that's a bad, I like it. bad at all. I, I definitely think they drop one in the regular season. And yeah. if they drop one, no, in the regular I, season, I, I think I they're going to lose two regular season games. Oh. I think they lose to Tennessee and I think they lose to Kentucky. Ten- I think I would y'all in, in Kentucky. Y'all in Kentucky. Y'all love Kentucky Dude. this year. I, I like South Carolina more, but. Oh, yeah. You Kentucky's said so. ranked. When's the last yeah. time they ranked Kentucky preseason? Yeah, that is true. Um. So I forgot to mention, number two, Ohio State is going to be facing Notre Dame in the first week. Very clearly Great going game. to be game day. I don't think that's really yeah, up for debate. Yeah. A two and a five <laughs> matchup. Uh, so obviously, like I said, Georgia at number three. They play Oregon, which again, Oregon. that's a 3-11 matchup. So that's a, that's a good game. should be an too. interesting game, too, because their defensive coordinator is now the head coach at Oregon, Dan Lanning. I didn't even know that. That's actually hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Number four, kind of an interesting one, especially after the last few seasons, Clemson. Uh, obviously, you know, I think some of that has to do with name value, but uh, I think they have improved. What do you guys think of Clemson yeah. at number four? They have too much talent to have another year like they had last year. Yeah, yeah that's fair. 100%. Well, we also say another, I think, that, I think they had 10 wins last year. I don't think they were any, I don't think they were right. bad by any means. It's just, they, we, well, they, but they lost, they lost weird. three games though, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't they go yeah, they nine and three threes. and then won the bowl game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they, first, they ran through it at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. They picked it up. Uh, their first game is against a Georgia Tech. Uh, number five, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, top five again. I mean, we see them. They get to the national the CFP. They roll over. Um, but again, they have some. Their strength of schedule is as strong as it's ever been. They got Ohio yeah, State. They got is. Clemson. They got USC. BYU mm. supposed to be good this year. It's crazy. You know they 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 have some games that if they can. They go undefeated or even eleven and one, depending on what happens. They could again be right back in the CFP. This is this is the year for Notre Dame to shut everybody up. Like about you know, oh you're independent, you don't play anybody. This this is the year for if they win all their you know all slash maybe lose one, then I think they will they, shut a lot of people up. They still need to win a playoff game. Yeah, yeah I think you don't <laughs> yeah, shut actually. anyone up until you win, or even are competitive in a playoff. Game. Yeah, yep. that's very fair. Uh, number six, we have Texas, or excuse me, uh, Notre Dame, like I said, is uh, against Ohio State in their first game. Uh, number six, Texas A&M. 
I we talking about Desmond Howard picking them to win the national championship? Did he really? Yes. His yeah, final they're... four were them, Michigan, Homer pick, <laughs> Baylor, and Pitt in the final four. That's just and a then bad he had A&M and Michigan me. in the national championship. And you, he had A&M I, winning. I would like to see him throw what some the... money on that. I would too. shit for headlines. That's, That's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what do y'all think of A&M at the sixth spot? I think they're going to get walloped in Tuscaloosa. I don't even know if they're a top three team in the SEC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they a top three team in the SEC West? Yeah. <laughs> Close yeah. though. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not saying it's locked in, but I'm yeah, like yeah. preseason. I, sure, I would, I would put Ole Miss over them. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll um, see. Well, I mean, I, you know, A and M did obviously that quarterback that played y'all had the game of his life, but is he back? It was he. Uh, I think uh, yeah. he graduated. Not that it matters. He, yeah, I guess we'll, we will yeah, see. But, yeah. A&M That's gonna be six. the most fired up you've seen Alabama for a game in yes. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Whenever AM shows up. Whatever the number is, let me let me let me hammer it. Yeah, we're gonna, God, we're gonna cover what, whatever the number is, with, we're gonna cover. Howard said that with an interview with Stephen A. Yeah, they're just getting headlines. Yeah, there's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh AM will be playing Sam Houston State in their first game. Uh, number seven, a team that I've heard a lot about. I don't know much about it, but I've heard a lot about it. Uh the U- Utah at number seven. Utah I think they're, they're your favorite in the Pac-12. They returned a lot of pieces from last year, and they were pretty good. Um, yeah, they're they're talented. I I think that obviously the Pac-12 is just like not obviously operating at the same tier as yeah. the SEC and Big Ten. Um, I again, I think you know if Oregon plays, who who'd we say they were playing earlier in the year? Georgia. Or, or they play yeah, Georgia to start. They they play Georgia. So. Utah also gets USC at home, which is a big advantage. Mm. Um, that's probably them and or- I don't know if they play Oregon, but I mean USC is going to be the toughest team for them to beat in the South, and you get them at home, so that's an advantage. Yeah. Uh, uh, Utah. Uh, Utah opens with Florida in the swamp. Yep. Oh, that could that's be right. that could be a little spicy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's yeah, home against USC and at Oregon. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. Like Ryan just said, their first, Utah's first game will be at Florida. Um, number eight, Michigan. Obviously, someone who was uh, a little bit embarrassed in the CFP last year. A little bit, and, and <laughs> lost a lot of pieces yeah. on defense. Mm-hmm. They they did beat they beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship last year, right? They did. I saw I saw a stat not in the Big Ten championship in the but in the game. Regular season. I saw a stat Sorry, that it's yeah, been yeah. a thousand days since Ohio State beat Michigan. Because <laughs> last year, and then the game during COVID year got canceled. Yeah, COVID, so yeah, yeah, yeah. In like three years, someone said like my two and a half year old son has never seen Ohio State beat Michigan, which is just <laughs> absurd to think about with how much Ohio State has dominated, dominated. that recently. That's really funny. But it's now a thousand days. Also, it's been sixteen years since Tennessee beat Alabama. Never forget. <laughs> never forget. Uh, so yeah, Michigan's first game will be against Colorado State. Uh, number nine of the Big Twelve Conference, the Oklahoma Sooners. Big Twelve Conference overrated. <laughs> Yeah, they talk about lost, name recognition. They no lost shot. so many people. No shot they're a top ten team to start the year. It's yeah, it, it's a little strange, but you know yes. they just lost so many people. And granted, OU's you know they're not they still have the name value, so they will still bring in prospects. But at this point, not knowing many of them, I feel like it's a little bit of a stretch yeah. to put it at number nine. That much change in in a program yeah. of that much you know talent and just eyeballs on it at all times they're yeah. they're just not gonna have that kind of season like a their normal ou season mm-hmm. it's just i just can't see how that happens i would agree with that 
Uh, their first game is against UTEP. Uh, number 10, the defending Big 12 champions, the Baylor Bears. I I feel like, how do you have right? Oklahoma over Baylor? Yeah, like, I, that just doesn't I, make I agree. Like I said, overrated. I, I am completely fine with Baylor being at 10, but yeah, the fact that Oklahoma is at 9 is strange to me. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, obviously, like I said, the the painfully do we defending want to just Big round out the top the top ten. Yeah, but I'd say we're gonna we're gonna be here for a while if we keep going through. The yeah, I can. Just, I'll just I'll just read, announce them. Read them off to us. Yeah, I'll, I'll read them off. your alma mater for a little bit too. Yeah, uh, number eleven, Oregon. Like I said, they were playing Georgia. That looks like it's gonna be a good game. Uh, number twelve of the Big Twelve Conference, Oklahoma State Cowboys. My uh, my Go school folks. that I'm currently attending. Uh, I. I don't know. I, I really don't know what it's going to look like this year. Like, you know, like I've said, I've never been the hugest fan of uh, our quarterback. And he's got Spencer Sanders, Bang. right? Yes, yeah. we saw Spencer God. Sanders. Yeah. As long as he's there, y'all aren't going to win shit. Uh, and we still, have a, we still have a lot of really good defensive players. Obviously, we lost Malcolm Rodriguez, uh, but he looks like he's doing really well in Detroit training camp. So he and like even the coaches, I saw a video where the coaches are like, he was talking to the middle linebackers. He's like, I'm about to start this Rodriguez kid over all you guys because he was like outperforming all of them. So hopefully he does really well in the uh, NFL. But like I said, we obviously lost our defensive coordinator, which was our strong suit last year. Uh, but we, we got a we got a pretty good one to replace him. Um, but I, we have we have a returners. I don't know. I really don't know how we're going to be this year. Obviously, I think we're going to be a winning team. I and I think I made this does Spencer Sanders take a step forward. I would hope, but I'm not going to say yes because I, because I feel like defense, I've been like, obviously, like you said, carried you. You graduated how many starters good off that? A good amount. Plus the D coordinator. So defense will obviously take a step back. Yes. I don't know. I really yeah, don't know what it's going to look I like. I see a 10-2 OK State season probably yeah. losses to like Baylor and either either at Texas or home against Texas, potentially if they're back. Yeah. You know, at well, OU or... I've made the hot take of. I, I, game, or do they play in Ames by any chance? No, they're, they're home against Ames. They're home against Ames. Shit, they could lose to Central Michigan again. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm please, no, please. Uh, <laughs> I've had the hot take of. I think that the Big Twelve Championship will be a rematch. I think it'll be Oklahoma State versus Baylor again. Oh, I don't um, think that's a hot take. I think it's pretty reasonable. Uh, but yeah, so Oklahoma State at twelve. We have North Carolina State at thirteen. Kind of an interesting name. Little fact. Uh, we have. USC at 14, which maybe a little high, but I mean, I don't necessarily mind it. Uh, Michigan State at 15, uh, Miami at 16. We have Pitt at 17, Wisconsin at 18, Arkansas at 19, Kentucky, your guys at uh, 20, uh, Ole Miss at Ole 21. Miss. So they're back to back to each other. So I guess we'll see Just how that plays out. Likes them, 21. Anyways, hey, that's, no, that's that's, <laughs> that's too, too old. That's uh, <laughs> shout out, David. Uh, Wake Forest at twenty-two, and then uh, the three people that are, or the three three of the schools that are coming into the Big Twelve uh, next year in order: the twenty-three, twenty-five, Cincinnati, Houston, and BYU. So that, there's some representation Cincinnati right is there. Getting disrespected. I mean, they obviously lost a ton of yeah. talent. Yeah, and they also got without beat the brakes. Sneaky off good game. Sneaky good game. Week one, Cincinnati at Arkansas. Week one. Yeah, yep. that could, could be, be a very good football game. Yeah. Uh, like, like I said, it's really nice to see that the new Big Twelve team representation. You know, at the in order there, I think that's pretty funny at the bottom. Um, so yeah, that's the AP uh, top twenty-five. We will and see. Just right, just right outside the top twenty-five. I was, I was gonna read these. You got some mm -hmm. big, big names on this: Tennessee, Texas, Iowa, Penn State, LSU in order. As much as we want to crap on like them for putting OU that high, we got to give them some respect for not putting UT on this list. 
It's just kind of. I, I was shocked. Yeah, was, yeah, I, was, I was shocked. The boosters yeah. are about, like just kicking, <laughs> just very upset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they, some joker who has the power to vote in the AP poll has Nebraska at twenty five. I think we need to revoke his ability to oh, vote man. on anything in the future. Man, Ryan, best those three boys, nine team to ever grace the face of the those earth. boys cannot win a one score game. Ryan, that that is no, a fantastic tra- transition. transition. <laughs> you like that? You like what I did? <laughs> uh, we yesterday was the Nebraska versus Northwestern game, and. Uh, both teams unranked. Obviously, this was a Big Ten matchup, and this was played in Dublin, Ireland, which is you know entertaining. Robbie, did you see the Northwestern helmets? I thought that was awesome. Yeah, the, they were the sick. Flag. Yeah. Did you see they started giving away free beer in the stadium because the internet That's... went down and they couldn't sell beer anymore, so they just gave it away. That's actually. Sick. Can you imagine you like playing this big trip to go see your favorite college team play in Ireland of all places? And then you get there and it's a good game, and then you just get free beer for the yeah, rest yeah, of it's... the time you're there. Like that is like. And then Such you a good memory. The game. It's weird how that right. happens. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I thought that was cool. So, uh, you no, know, yeah. if that had happened in America, they would just stop giving anyone. Yeah, yeah, like, there's no way they would have given away for free. So. Right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Northwestern eventually defeated Nebraska. Obviously, Nebraska, the team last year, what, what was the stat, Robbie? It was something like the lowest. Or it was, so, they, was they had a positive nine. point differential in the Big Ten and only yeah. won one no, game. It was even. It was even. Even. Yeah. Even. 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 They beat. I forgot who they beat. It Rutgers. Might, they beat the breaks off Rutgers. Okay. Yeah. But like forty nine yeah. points. And yeah. the rest of their Big Ten games, they lost by a combined they, of that amount. The, the, seven games. They're yeah. going to continue the trend. They lose by they three are. here. Uh, I mean, I, if I don't know how Scott Frost is actually physically sitting on his head yeah, coaching seat. That's what I. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> nuclear seat in the country. He's already gone. Right. I'm surprised. They, I'm surprised they didn't tarmac him in Ireland and just leave him there. Do the old Lane Kiffin and just leave him in Ireland. Nebraska he's had an he's, 88 percent chance uh, to win. Uh, yeah. What it was 28-17. Yeah, they onside, and then there was, he made a decision to onside kick the ball because yeah. he thought they had the advantage. And, and he and yeah, well, go ahead, Rob. I w- I wouldn't know because I didn't get to watch the second half. But. Yeah. So yeah, he he went yeah, in the press and so at, yeah, when he, they were up twenty eight seventeen, they decided to onside kick the ball. Uh, and Northwestern obviously they recovered it on their side and then scored like fourteen seventeen in a row or whatever. Um, and so and then after the game, he was interviewed. He's like, "Why'd you decide to do that?" He's like, "Oh, you know, it's totally my fault." It's like, yeah, no dip. It is. 100%. <laughs> it is. Of course, it's all the momentum, and, and you, you decide onside to kick. onside kick. Yeah. Um, Nebraska would miss Bo Pelini. Who would have thunk? <laughs> Or Mike Riley. Mike Riley was doing better than Scott Frost was. I saw something that said Scott Frost has a losing record in two hemispheres. Damn. <laughs> huge. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's currently he's under contract until 2026. So it's something like his buyout goes way down if he coaches like six or seven games this year and then they yeah. can cut him free. They're so unless, unless Nebraska it's... really turns it around. But like gone. they've never seemed to dislike him, which I don't understand because he hasn't brought you he's anything. He's a good guy. But it's like he he's hasn't getting, brought you but, anything. But when you lose so many one possession games like that, so much of that is coaching. Like yeah, all, if you're losing just one possession games constantly and you're in the game and you just can't pull it out, like that is so much just situational football unawareness. I guess. There is one like, game that I think could save Scott Frost's job by the six to seven game mark. You want to hear what it is? Alabama. They play at Ohio State? It. No, they're home against Oklahoma. Oh, oh they beat OU. Yeah. Old, old Big 12 matchup, the big power in the 90s and all that. If they just beat the brakes off of OU, yeah, they, 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 almost to, they almost beat OU last year. They to, I know. But they but like Ryan's saying, they have to beat them. Like they have to yeah. destroy them if he wants to 
Yeah. And then they'll lose to Indiana the next week, so don't get your hopes up. Yeah. So, <laughs> Go uh, so congrats to Northwestern starting out one and zero in the in the Big Ten conference. Shout out it's, Northwestern. It's it's, it's it's even year Northwestern. So go and book them in the Big Ten championship again. <laughs> the shit beat out of them by Ohio State again. Uh, so yeah, so we can kind of move on into the individual conferences. Uh, since you boys are SEC guys, uh, I thought I would let you uh, kind of rank. Where, what do you think the SEC is going to end up looking like this year? Who do you think is going to be the championship? Who you want to do, you wanna do by division, Ryan? Does that make the most sense? Alabama. Next okay, so we'll start with the West, Alabama one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you have like three teams behind them. Probably you have Ole Miss, A and M, Arkansas. Your next three teams in the West. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you got I've, LSU after that. Yeah, kind of in the in their own tier. Yeah, I feel like because I feel like Mississippi State and Auburn are pretty solidly at the bottom. I'm really interested to see how Auburn goes. I I, I don't have high hopes, but I think they're going to be a little bit better than State. Probably. I don't know. It's such a State good conference. Yeah. State just doesn't have a lot of talent right now. Like no. they like Mike Riley or not Mike Riley. Mike Leach has not recruited overly well. And, and like they've lost some bad games where you wouldn't think they'd lose, or they just play, came out of flat against some of the yeah. like lower quality SEC opponents. And Starkville's still spooky though. It's very, it's very spooky. Do we go there this year? Uh, I don't remember. Not that I would peg that for an upset, but. Mm. But every time we play there, it always ends up being way closer than it should be. Yeah, we're home. We go to Tennessee, we're at LSU, and then we're at Ole Miss. That's kind of spooky. Yeah, at Ole Miss, I think, is our toughest game in the regular season this year. Potential. God, we're home against Vanderbilt. That'll be disgusting. Vanderbilt beat the brakes off Hawaii yesterday. I was like, okay, Vandy. They went down like 7-0, or no, I think they went down 10-0 and then scored 49 unanswered. It was, on it was like 59-10. They still haven't won an SEC game since 2019. New logo, new Vandy, man. Hey, they got the new logo. I don't They're ready to rock and roll. Ryan, I don't want to hear anything about Kansas. Kansas beat Texas last year. Damn right, they did. <laughs> they beat them twice. <laughs> rock Chalk. Rock Chalk. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they actually were so close to beating you. I, I can still, but, you know, the two SEC teams. The fact that like Kansas's yeah. Twitter account tweeted like they opened the gates. It's like whoever wants to watch this game, come, come on watch in. It. Yeah. They almost did it. I think. I think that uh, Lawrenceville, right, would have burned down. Lawrence, yeah. yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence. That's right. Yeah, I think there was something. I think that that was partially because of that game, but I think. I can't remember what it said, but like people's tickets weren't working, and so like people didn't think they could get in or something. It was it was kind of a weird mix, but yeah, at some point they were just like, "Oh my god, we might beat OU," so everyone yeah. get here. Um, All right, SEC yeah. East, real quick, Ryan, Georgia, Georgia's still number one. Um, Kentucky, Tennessee are both gonna be really good. I, I'd South say they're in their own tier. South Carolina, South Carolina and Florida. Florida. Yeah, or do you put South Carolina above Florida. I put I put South Carolina above Florida. Okay. And then um, Mizzou and Vandy. Mizzou and Vandy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the SEC could like run the top like 10 this year. It's kind of yeah, insane. That's correct. Yeah. It's kind of usually ridiculous. how it goes. It's they, it's they just beat each other. Yeah. And right? just, just wait like till OU teams, and like, Texas get the SEC like ranking bump every year. That's going to be all SEC all <laughs> the time. Uh, yeah. So I guess I will give my thoughts on the Big 12, what I think. Um, I'm trying not to be biased here. Yeah, but that's not even us being biased. That's just yes. the truth. Yeah, taking my bias out of it. I like I said, I think it's going to be Baylor, Oklahoma State. I think Baylor's going to take it again. I think Baylor's going to. I think Baylor's going to win the Big Twelve again, back to back. Um, yeah, I hope not, but that's what I think. Uh, I think Baylor's do they, won. Do they go undefeated and get a CFP spot? 
No, they'll lose one during the season. I don't know who, but I think I don't think they'll go undefeated. Um, yeah, they'll probably roll into Ames and just be. That's facts. Yeah, actually, Iowa State. Well, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting about. Do um, they play Iowa State this year? Yeah, we all play each other. Uh, so yeah, I got Baylor there. Yeah, I think that Oklahoma State and Texas will actually end up with a tied record, but I think Oklahoma State will have the tiebreaker over them. Uh, so I think Texas will be three. So I think Baylor, OSU, Texas. Um, At Connor, your narrative is playing out well. I just pulled up Baylor's schedule. They go to Ames right before they play OK State. So it's, they're going to go lose at Iowa State and then revenge game OSU. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so, so, yeah. So I got, yeah. What did I say? Baylor, OK State, uh, and then Texas are tied. And I think, uh, I think Iowa State and then I think Oklahoma might be tied with Iowa State, maybe one game back. Uh, and then I'm going to say A State. And then I'm probably going to have West Virginia, and then TCU, and then Kansas. Is that everybody? There you go. Yeah, TCU just hasn't shown me anything recently. I have no yeah, reason Kansas, to believe Kansas, Kansas ever going to turn around? Like, are we ever going to get, like, an average I, Kansas I think Kansas team? might have a two- or three-win season, which is better than normal, oh, but... That's pretty good. <laughs> that is a little better than normal. That's damn good. But, like, T- TCU might be... I, I, this is a hot take. TCU might be worse than Kansas this year. I legitimately think TCU might be worse than Kansas this year. They they have not shown me anything in the past three years. I mean, since they like I'm Patterson going. Article you know. saying can yeah. Oklahoma State get over its college football playoff hump? Not this year. We've never been in the college football. <laughs> that's what he's. That's what he's saying. If, if you guys had won over. the Big Twelve championship last year, you no, would have made it. No, if, you, you if, would have gotten over Cincinnati. No, if we, I don't think we would. It, no, no. If Desmond Jackson had gotten in on that touchdown, I don't think we would have. I think if we would have, I, th- I think you would have. I, I think really if we would have beat the brakes off Baylor, yeah. But no, I don't think they we were looking have. for any excuse to not put Cincinnati. In. If you guys had won, you would have knocked Cincinnati out. No one dislikes Oklahoma State, so you wouldn't have had like a big uproar about it if it was like yeah. Ohio State or something, right? Everyone's right. like, oh yeah, they you know they're they they're, they won the Big Twelve, right? Like all that yeah. shit. So I guess yeah, I don't know. I yeah, it would have been a close. I think it would have been a closer decision than you it's guys. All, think wait, y'all it. lost to Baylor last year, right? The first game, like regular no, season we beat, game. We we only lost to Iowa State. <laughs> Oh, of course it, it was. Yeah, of course it was Iowa State. Always, yeah, always Iowa, Iowa State. State. Always so Iowa State. Iowa State. <laughs> At Iowa State. Dude, Dude, it's Iowa State and Purdue. We had a drive where we stuffed them four times on the one-yard line, and then the same thing happened to us eight times in the Big 12 Championship. Ooh, we, are, we are due for spoiler makers this year, aren't we? Who does, who does Purdue mean, have on the schedule? No, no, we'll talk about that. We'll get to that. that. That was my Big 12 ranking. That was our Ryan Robbie's SEC ranking. Uh, and like I said, our tier list will be us combined for the Big 10. Uh, but for right now, we're going to move on from college football. I know, I know, sad. Uh, we're going to move into some NBA headlines. Uh, so this, I'm going to tell you why I hate Kevin Durant. Uh, because about a week ago, I had to change this headline from what he said. So about a week ago, Kevin Durant said uh, he would rather retire than continue to play for the Nets. And then uh, earlier this past week, uh, Kevin Durant has officially reached an agreement to stay with the Brooklyn Nets. So, uh, so Katie, Katie is that friend that commits to like all these plans that never actually shows That's up. So like straight bad. up, that is Katie. Bro, the the snake nickname is just perfect. I mean, he's yeah. just a slithery little fuck. Like it's unbelievable. If, if you thought if you thought Kevin Durant couldn't become any more of a villain, like this offseason <laughs> yeah. is just proven that he can be because people I, are going to hate root him this year. Heavily against Katie. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
Uh, him and Kyrie together is just so easy. To, and Ben Simmons, too. We don't like Ben oh, Simmons ben on the podcast Simmons. either. We're just very anti-Nets. <laughs> Guys, there's... I'm not kidding. Bray, so one of my roommates has a Ben Simmons jersey, and like our other roommate also hates Ben Simmons. My roommate Gabe hates Ben Simmons. And so we... Uh, Brandon and I thought it was funny before he moved in. We put up, he has a Ben Simmons jersey, and so we hung it up in the main area. And Gay walked in, he's like, What is that? So Take that funny. down. Take that down. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, obviously, another year of Katie, the Katie and Kyrie experiment. Uh, so I guess we'll see how the Nets play out. But yeah, no, nobody's going to like Katie. I'm not, is not that many people like, Is he going to be in the lineup this I, year? I would assume. I would assume he would. Yeah, you, you would think. Oh, his back surgery might keep him out for another year. Who knows? Maybe. Charmin. Uh, God. Yeah, it's not back surgery. He just has a mental handicap on his back where he just makes it think that it hurts. It hurted. Uh, it hurted. <laughs> it hurted. I, uh, I woke up and it hurted. So, yeah, the next thing, an unfortunate piece of news. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, number two overall pick, Chet Holmgren, uh, is out for the season with a foot injury that he sustained in a pro-am game, playing against LeBron, actually. Um wasn't Sucks. that play that he got drove on by LeBron? I think it might have been. So it yeah, was. LeBron it's, hurt Chet. You know how people are saying it's going to take one drive and Chet's going to get hurt? It's yeah, they're literally not a meme. It was <laughs> not a meme anymore. It happened. Someone actually brought up a good point to me. They're like, so this is the year. This is the main year that the Thunder have most of their first round picks. They have six first round picks this year, and now that Chet's out, they can completely tank. So they could have like the number one pick, and they could get that dude that's supposed to be nuts out of I can't. Yeah. And they could like they could stack up on like lottery picks, which is SGA ridiculous. about to have so many phantom injuries this year. <laughs> they sit him out for load yeah, management. Like, bro, they're about to. That's what I mean. If I just SGA, like, SGA got out of bed, he's <laughs> out for three weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have six first round picks, bro. Six it's in this draft. I just can't imagine that. I. And this draft is supposed to be like, really good, and so it's they might trade you know, those. I, I feel like you're gonna trade, like, combine a couple of those and try yeah. to trade up and get like a couple picks in the top I agree. ten. Yes, yeah. agreed. But still, it's like the, thund- the Thunder have an advantage this year. And, you know, obviously, you know, never wish injury upon anyone. It's awful for Chet. Um, but I mean, the Thunder are now in a more Isn't advantageous though, position for the future. Isn't awful for Chet. The Thunder strength and conditioning dudes are going to get that man eating yeah. 5,000 calories a day. He knows how to hoop. He just got to get the body to hoop. Well, I'm just saying that it's bad. Like, the injury, you know, not like... Yeah, He's going to come back for preseason ball next year, up 40 pounds, and the league's going to be on notice. He got he going to be looking like SpongeBob when SpongeBob gets really jacked all of a sudden. <laughs> and he just has a giant arm that's going to be Chet next yeah, year. Yeah. Chet, Chet is gonna be on some demon time. He's gonna pull the um, the Ben Simmons bullshit where he didn't play his rookie year and he comes back for his second year and plays and wins rookie of the year. Book it now. I can, I can, I can see remember that like happen. when Donovan Mitchell was like somehow still a rookie and like you've yeah. been in the league for like three years, man. Like how are you like still a rookie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so speaking Best of that ever happened for Chet, I'm gonna call it. Fair enough. Uh, so speaking of LeBron, uh, LeBron has signed an official extension with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, it's like two years, ninety-seven million dollars. Man, two more uh, years of the Lakers being mid. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but obviously, I mean, at this point, he has to be just searching for. He's just trying to play with his son at this point, I would think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what's gonna happen there. You got Pat Bev now, though. Dude, that is so weird. And now Westbrook might not play. It's like because of Pat Bev. It's the Lakers are so oh, the weird. Lake, the 
the Lakers kill me. It's they're <laughs> such a shitty team right now, but they just get all the headlines because they are in the Lakers. It's because it's the Lakers. It wouldn't even matter if LeBron is there. It's just because it's the Lakers. I know you'll hate Anthony, Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis is a when he's healthy is fantastic. Like he's such a good player. Day day. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. When when he's when he's healthy, so what? Twenty games a year? Like that's cool. He's a walking infirmary. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so obviously the that's like saying I'm good at basketball when no one else is on the court. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, doesn't really yeah, mean anything. <laughs> uh, so yeah, LeBron has signed that extension. Uh, like I said, it's only two years, so he's obviously going to be looking to play with his son, wherever his son, you know, if his son gets drafted, wherever he goes. Uh, Bronny James. Uh, last Yo, is Bronny going to be the um, worst? What's not recruit, but like, is his younger brother going to be better? Is Bryce going to be better? He he shot up in terms of height. Like he's, he's like six, six six now. now. He, he wasn't grew he like was, he grew, he grew a, a ton. foot in like two and a half years. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I still think Bronny looks a lot smooth. I mean, he's obviously older, but he looks a lot smoother than Bryce does. I think Bryce is probably Bronny's just so athletic too. Like Bronny, like whenever he dunks or does anything in the fast yeah. break, like he's just if he so had his funny. if he had his dad's frame, yeah, yeah. It would, he would be dominating. I think just like no, physically. The problem, like he's good, but I. I uh, it, it, he'll definitely take needs a few years, I think, in college to develop. I don't, I don't think he's, he's by any he's means pro. He's gonna go one and done. Which, oh man, I, I don't, he's I don't think he's done. that good, like good enough to do that. Quite honestly, no, but no I, guess, I agree. But like, he, he's gonna go one and done because they're gonna want him to play with LeBron before LeBron is like in yeah. a wheelchair. LeBron never gonna be in a wheelchair. Say that, bro. He like. He hasn't slowed down. He's never gonna yeah, be a wheelchair. Same thing with Brady. Brady's still throwing darts out there to Mike Evans. Like one good hit, and Brady's gonna crumple like an accordion. People have been saying that for years. Yeah, come on. He now. hasn't gotten hit. <laughs> he still somehow plays in the NFL and goes seasons without do, getting touched. Do you remember that post conference interview he had last year, where the, the reporter was like, "Yeah, that you had that ten yard run." He's like eleven. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Uh, God, you hate him. You have no, to hate so, him. No, I don't also, hate him. Like, he's hysterical. He's so you want funny. you want to hate him. But you it's can't really hate hard him. Yeah. Uh, I so, think it's easier to like him now that he's not on the Patriots yes. like, death machine anymore. Yeah, like agreed. I definitely hated him way more when he's on the Patriots. Yeah, agreed. He seems to have a lot more of a personality on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's because Belichick is like keeping him in check up there. Yeah. Well, I also think that there's a lot more players to like on the Bucks. I think that you know the coach is a a person that a lot of people like. I think Leonard Fournette is a person that a lot of people root for because of, you know, his injury and the Jacksonville everyone stuff. Loved Gronk. Every, well, he's, yeah, he's not there anymore, but everyone really liked Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I mean, he's, he's not like a hateable player. Uh, so I think Chris Tampa Arians. Bay. Is, yeah, that's what I was saying. I think, I think Tampa Bay is just a more likable team, you know, obviously. Uh, but yeah, my, and then my last um, NBA headline, I, uh, the NBA released their Christmas Day schedule, so I was just going to announce what that is real quick. Who so the Mavs got? NBA Christmas, I'll announce that last. So the NBA Christmas schedule, the 76ers versus Knicks. Any, any take I, 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 any I want to guess the Mavs one before you go. All right, I, uh, I already know it, so I won't say anything. Uh, the, and a really good game, the Bucks versus you, the Celtics. you got to guess it now, Ryan, because as he announces all the other games, it's going to be process hey, of elimination. Um, Clippers. No. Uh, but yeah, so the Bucks versus Celtics, that should be a really good game. Uh, the Suns versus the Nuggets, the Grizzlies versus the Warriors, and the Mavericks versus the Lakers. Yeah. The fuck are we playing the <laughs> Lakers, bro? God damn it. Now Let's I'm go, Luca. Luca. 
Uh, they should have. They should have done Mavs Suns. Oh yeah. Mavs Suns and Mavs Clippers. Like those are the two teams that the Mavs have actually had like beef with in the playoffs. Luka. Warriors Grizzlies on Christmas is hype. Though. Yeah, That's that might be really good. Yeah, uh, I, I I could have called that coming from a mile Lu- away. Luca MVP season. Possible MVP season for Luca this year. Maybe did he finish in the top five last year? No, which was BS Booker finished right above him in I five. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Doncic, he had like almost a triple double, and somehow Booker, I was, I was outraged at that. Fucking bum. <laughs> Do we think Luca is has the potential to go for MVP this year? Obviously, you know, you could argue that he had an upgrade, you know, from Porzingis to uh, Christian Wood. Uh, I don't know if Javale's starting, but I think that's a, you know, even if he's a backup, he's a phenomenal backup. Um, yeah. Tim Hardaway's Much back this addition into yes. our paint. Christ. Uh, Tim Hardaway's back this year. Uh, do we do we think Luca? I, I think Luca finishes top three, and I think he has a real shot at MVP. I think Bullock Hardaway. Uh, I guess we're just talking about not the Mavs, but Luca. Uh, Luca definitely should should have finished top five. Obviously, last year he kind of got snubbed. Um, but top three, you're putting in with probably Jokic, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid. I think he'll, I, mean, I think he'll finish. Think- do people put Luca in the top five of the league right now? I don't think Embiid's going to be as good this year as he was last year. I think Embiid will be good. I don't think he'll be as good. That's just like there are so many generational players right now that are in their yeah, prime. I agree. I, I don't. I don't think Jokic will win MVP next year. I just think there's going to be voter fatigue of him winning the last two. He's also got Jamal Murray back, who might take some of that workload off Jokic. And MPJ. And MPJ. Yeah. Well, he's he's a bomb. Mid-PJ, like, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but Giannis, yes, obviously Giannis will be there because uh, he's always there. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think Luka is going to have a great season this year. I think the Mavs are going to look great. I think the Western Conference is obviously not as good as the Eastern Conference, so the Mavs, like, again, I think I have, have a shot at, at going pretty deep. Honestly, uh, I want to see Cuban do – I say this every year. I want to see Cuban, Cuban do something freaky at the trade deadline. He, he won't. That's let's package Bullock or uh, Hardaway Jr. or whatever, and you know, ship something to give me some, give me some I'll get, star I'll power. Get Russ. Oh, g- please no, no. <laughs> Russ and Luke on the same team. Ugh. That would not work very. That well. That would be awful. Uh, so yeah, moving on from the NBA. Now I got some MLB headlines. Uh, currently, so the playoffs are not that far away actually for the MLB. Uh, currently atop the American League, obviously the New York Yankees, who have recently gone on, went on a really oh, bad losing streak. Went on a really bad losing streak. Uh, they are picking up a little bit again, though. Uh, they still are at the top of the AL, seventy-eight. They went 49. on the losing streak as soon as I went to see them in New York. Really? Like, that night, kind of like bad the juju. Next night kicked off. The Yankees going on like on a really bad losing streak. It was kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Not the, they're not at the top of the AL. They're at the top of the AL in their division. Uh, at the top of the AL is actually the Houston Astros currently, uh, with Fuck eighty-one wins. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Gabe's a Gabe's a big Astros guy. Oh uh, God. Well, what he's from Houston. Sh- he's from Houston. Still, do <laughs> better. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and at the top of the NL right now, uh, the pay-to-win Dodgers uh, and the New York pay-to-win Mets. Uh, met the Braves are only two you games back. the Yankees. Throw that shade at them. Yeah, true. Pay-to-win Yankees. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you kind of expect them at this point. 
Um, so are you, when the playoffs come around, are you guys, are you guys into playoff baseball? Do you guys watch some of the, oh, yeah. some of the game? Playoff yeah. baseball is great. Yeah. I literally it's watched like, the, all like the entirety of the Braves game last night too. All right. Who'd they play last night? The Cardinals. They were, they went up four zero and then were up five two. And then they were up five to four going into the ninth and Kinley Jansen choked, walked two guys, hit one. And then they walked, they went on a walk off walk. I, I that's to awful. Watch. Uh, but I, I want to bring this up real quick because I saw the stat when I was watching that one of the games the other night, actually. So Albert Pujols, obviously, you know, one of the best of all time. Great Pujols, hitting. Right now. But did you did y'all see the stat Disgusting. that he had? So like, obviously, he's he's searching for 700 homers right now um, to, you know, to go near the top of that list. He has, the, in terms of home runs, has hit the most home runs off the most different amount of pitchers mm-hmm. like or he tied, tied. Barry, he tied Barry Bonds tied record Barry Bonds. that's ridiculous that stat is insane I was he's I saw three home like, runs behind a rod too and he's seven away yeah. from 700 I mean I he, don't know if we'll get a 700 but I think he'll catch a rod Albert Pujols man that like he's 700. think he'll get seven more home runs in the rest of the season uh, maybe not the rest of the season I think because he's retiring after this year I'm pretty sure yeah I think he will God, no way. He's 42. That's why that's he? why that's why he was in the home run derby because it was like his last year. Yeah, so they put tr- him in the home run derby. That tr- he's trying to get, I mean he honestly he deserved it this year. I mean with the amount of yeah. home he's been in. He is ridiculous. I he's, he's trying to 393 in the last 22 games. He's trying he's ridiculous. trying to get 700. <laughs> he wants to I mean hell talk about his last season to go out on. I mean, uh-huh. you know, it's so, going to walk away happy. Since August 10th he has seven home runs with 14 RBIs and is batting 548. That's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> That's actually nuts. The yeah. game last night, every time it came to the plate, like the entire stadium stood up and like took their phones out. Like yeah. every single time. It's like when Bonds was chasing uh, Hank Aaron. Just like every time he hit a home run, it was like appointment television. Like watch and see if he was going to hit one. So yeah, big shout out to Albert Pujols. I mean, you know, Ryan and I still have PTSD from when uh, they beat us in the World Series. But, you know... <laughs> It happens. Uh, my next headline uh, from the MLB, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, has been giving an 80-game suspension uh, for suspected use of PEDs. Uh, and apparent, uh, reportedly, Adidas has terminated their partnership with him over this. Um, yes, he, he argues that the PEDs were in something else that a doctor gave him, I believe. Yeah, that's what they always Load say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 80-game suspension. Uh, so I guess right as he's about to come back from injury, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And he decided, I think he decided having another surgery because of that, because he, I guess he has the time off or whatever. Uh, so yeah, obviously, you know, miss no, the playoffs. no, no place for PEDs I in uh, sports. Really hope the Padres miss the playoffs. Really he's not a Padres guy. Padres Just like they did all these trades and stuff. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, Padres are definitely like going to like make a run now. And like, they've still been at the same level they've been. They are the last wild card team right now, up to half games. Yeah, it, Correct. the Brewers and the Brewers and Giants are within striking distance. Yep, that'd be. Fine. They have not played well since the trade deadline, even though they got Soto and they got Bell. And I yeah. put out the Rangers are ten games back of five hundred, and they still have a positive plus minus. Hmm. That's crazy. That's kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, weird. Um, so yeah, and then my last MLB headline, uh, this was pretty recently, uh, the Seattle Mariners, Julio Rodriguez, who was a rookie this year, uh, they're looking to lock him up for a long time with like a $470 million contract. Uh, I mean, uh, that's gotta be, I'm assuming one of the biggest contracts for a rookie in history. It, 
if he like plays through all the player options and team options, it's the largest contract in MLB history. Like for a, for a rookie. It, for no, not for a rookie. For anyone ever in terms. No, of no, no. I know, no. But I'm saying for yeah, like, but that's for a going rookie. to a yeah. rookie. Yeah, like if they, mean, they, if they pick up all of his options and stuff, it's more yeah. than what Trout's con- contract is right now. Yeah, and I was talking to because I, I was kind of shocked that it was going to someone this young, and I was talking to Gabe about it, and he he made a, a good point to where he said that a lot of the time that you get a really good sense of what these players are going to be like in AAA because a lot of times people in AAA are MLB level, mm-hmm. but it's just yep. there's not enough spots on the roster. Uh, yeah. So I guess they've seen enough of him in AAA and they've seen enough of him that he's been able to maintain that performance in in the you know major leagues. Yeah. Uh, so I, And you want I mean, to sign I'm them gonna... as soon as possible because yeah. you know that the Yankees and Red Sox and Dodgers are going to come knocking <laughs> if you let them get to free agency and offer them way more money than you ever could. Yes, yeah. the Braves are doing a great job of like locking up all of their younger guys, but like for not that much. Like they gave like Michael Harris the, like an eight year, 90 million. Acuna, the Braves, and the Braves culture is the best like yeah. in baseball. Yeah. Mm. Like the, but they, the Braves have real like big fans. Yeah. They have like, they have like the their like, core six guys locked up for the next like six years and like for less than the Mets are playing their top three guys that's, in their payroll. That's crazy. It's like absurd like how well yeah. they're doing like locking these guys up early on like pretty team friendly contract. Mm-hmm. So yeah. At least we're not the Angels you know wasting the career no, of hey, one of the best Tommy, baseball bro. players of all time. I feel and so bad for him. Probably the best baseball player in the world at the moment in Otani. Yeah. Oh yeah Otani was yeah Gabe was saying it's like every time Otani pitches they win. But every time he does, yeah. they can't. They don't win because they can't. Did you guys see the uh, World Baseball Classic lineup for the U.S. right now? Like all of the guys that are committing, like Trout's gonna play in the World Baseball Classic in March. Like all of these guys are like signing up. I think Mookie's gonna play some, like baseball that actually means it's something. good, right? And then <laughs> actually with team. good players, yeah, yeah on a good team. But uh, it, but you know, in the past, the World Baseball Classic, like we've been sending like minor league guys to play, but finally, like the MLB guys are starting to step up and like actually want to play in. I mean, so I just, think. Same thing with all the like USA basketball. It's the same thing. It's yeah. like it's like certain years there will be guy, you know, the major, the really big guys, but some years it'll be yeah, some of the lesser names. And Trout's thirty one now. Holy shit! Uh-huh. Can't believe he's gotten that old and done. Absolutely wasting nothing. away, just dead in the eyes in the outfield, watching fly balls go over his head over the wall. <laughs> he's just like, oh no, there's another one. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, so yeah, that was my last MLB uh headline. So I'm going to move on and announce some of the Premier League standings uh, for our worldwide Yo. fans here. Uh, so I'm going to go through those real quick. So Rub sitting your face. Sick. So sitting at the top of the league is Arsenal, who is 4-0. and There we go, Arsenal. <laughs> uh, number two is Man City, who's currently uh, has three wins and one draw. Tottenham right behind them with three wins and one draw. Brighton, three wins and one draw. And then we have Leeds with... Uh, Two one and one Chelsea, two one and one. Uh, is there anybody that looks? Hmm. Where's Liverpool? Liverpool is one two and one. They are not doing eight. so hot. Liverpool's nine they right now. Nine, they won nine eight. zero yesterday. On a plus eight goal differential. Yeah, they won nine zero yesterday. <laughs> they that's their only win. They're one two and one. That's wild. That's actually Where crazy. Are my they are right behind Liverpool at one two and one. <laughs> They're just like, let's, let's go, go run for uh, So, yeah, that's actually crazy because I know a lot of people expected Liverpool to be very good this year. So, the fact that they're starting off that poor. And Man United is only is only 2-2 two and two also. So, yeah. So, that's kind of I think they started out 0-2 as well. Like, they did not have a good start. 
I think people thought Arsenal was going to be good, but I don't think anybody expected a, a 4-0 start from uh, Arsenal. But, but also, like, who have they played? Like, I, don't, I don't know who they played. Like, are they playing, Let's like, see. the guys that just got promoted and they're just, like, happening to win those games? Let's see. They play... I don't really... I, I'm not sure which of these are the actual ones. Uh, They played Fulham, Leicester City. They played Everton. They beat Everton. I think they beat West Ham. I think those are all the ones that count. Oh, no, that's I that mean, one. West Ham is the only one of those teams that you're going to expect to finish at the top. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. No, no, no. I, I was looking at the wrong thing. I think they beat Arsenal, <laughs> Everton, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, and okay. Bournemouth. Okay. They beat Chelsea, so which they is always, Chelsea. you know, a good team. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so those are our, uh, that's our Premier League outlook for you guys. Uh, obviously, Liverpool a little lower than expected. Uh, some NFL news real quick. Uh, Zach Wilson uh, sustained an injury uh, in one of the games that the New York Jets played. I mean, obviously, the Jets cannot catch a break. Uh, it, it doesn't look to be too serious. It should only be a few weeks. Uh, so hopefully yeah, but he... Sauce Gardner be balling. Hopefully, he can get back on the field. You want to talk about we Sauce? See Joe, the return of Joe Flacco. I, He's ugh. been playing really good ball. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll see. Uh, and then uh, there was a uh, not a real comment, but it was like a fake uh, tweet that went out saying that uh, when Smith was asked about you know his job security with Flacco playing the way he was, he was like, "I don't really worry about it." I was talking to Joe and his um, nice prime thirty seven year old wife, and just were uh, <laughs> just got together really well because you know Smith with the moms. Oh yeah, yeah, He's a big mom guy, big big guy. mom guy. Um, so yeah, my next headline, uh, so th- this is actually just a stat that I wanted to bring up cause I saw it. So it was, it's just a random stat. So the Baltimore Ravens have in preseason football have 22 straight wins and have not lost a game since 2016 in the preseason. I just thought that was fascinating. That is a stat. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, there you go. There, there's one of your stats of the day. Uh, Ryan has another one for you guys later. So, so stay tuned. You know, make sure you're still watching. Uh, so my next headline is the Mickey, the Mickey Mantle one. Oh yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Totally the, the one that I ignored. Earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my next headline is it was already kind of assumed, but Geno Smith is now the official starting quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. They announced yeah, it yesterday. Zulok's <laughs> also just been out all of preseason too. He got COVID yeah. like hasn't really played. So. Big, big like by default. It's Geno's time. It's Geno Smith's time. Uh, so yeah, I that's Smith. a sad thing to hear if you're a Seahawks fan. It's Geno Smith's time. Yeah. Uh, the really much worse Russell Wilson. Yeah, much. Yeah, worse. much. Worse. <laughs> uh, another headline. Uh, recently, Sam Darnold suffered a high ankle sprain. Uh, he's supposed no. to be. A, <laughs> he's supposed to be out four to six weeks. Uh. Robbie? The the best quarterback room in the NFL is just dropping like flies. You know, we lost Corral, we lost Darnold. I mean, we still got I, Baker. They, so they can they can still be there to offer their support. Their, this uh, just means support. that we're gonna bring back Cam Newton again. So. <laughs> oh my god! Shut, shut the fuck up. That man is a corpse. That's, that's, that, <laughs> I guarantee you, within the next month, the Panthers are gonna sign Cam Newton. I'm Why? Gonna, I'm gonna throw I up. I'm gonna throw up. That's that's foul. All right, and, th- and this isn't a headline, but this is something I want to talk about because I'm sick of the Kirk Cousins hate, and I want this narrative to stop that Kirk Cousins is mid. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read you some stats from the past four years, right? So Kirk Cousins in 2018, he threw for 4,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, with a passer rating of 99.7. 2019, 3,600 yards, 26 touchdowns, six interceptions, 100 and 
three passer rating. That one, a little bit of a midseason. 2020, 4,300 yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 105 passer rating. And the 2021, 4,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven picks, and 109 passer rating. 4,200 okay, so yards, get- 33 touchdowns, seven picks. That that is on a mid quarterback. That is a good. Can quarterback. I get his stats in like primetime games when he's actually playing? Good <laughs> okay, teams? okay. Because if I got to play the Lions twice a year, I mean, I'd probably run my stats up pretty well too. Oh, okay. Bears, Bears, yeah. And the Packers defense not like they're really doing a whole lot either. What? I'm sick of this. Kirk Cousins is mid narrative. He's not mid. I'm all for it. Connor, do we need to bring back up the stat that he's literally 500 and <laughs> legitimately mid? Like, as mid as you can be. Oh, I hate Kirk this. Cousins' Monday night football record. Let's take a gander. It's not great. Yeah, two and nine. Actually, hold on. Was that incorrect? You're framing your stats. You're, you're looking for the stats that back up your argument. No, he, he's, he was 0-9 so going into <laughs> what you, I, I read 2020. His, I read a normal quarterback stats. I read the passing read, yards, read the touchdowns, his record, and the Read his record then. Ryan, read the record. What? The Kirk Cousins. The over the last four years. Oh, I was just looking at Monday Night Football stats. I'm sorry. Going into week 10 of 2020 season, his Monday Night Football stats are as follows. 64% completion percentage, 2,200 oh, passing yards, 12 touchdowns, 6 picks, and 16 sacks taken. And 0-9. Okay, okay, Connor, here we go. Here's the, yeah, the last go. four seasons for the Minnesota Vikings. 2018, 8, 7, and 1. Winning. 2019, 10, and 6. Winning. 2020, 7, and 9. Losing. 2021, 8, and 9. That sounds Losing. like a 500 record if I've ever heard one. Holy and they've shit, never, and they've never, And they've never won the division in any of those years. But they how is that all? Or third. But are we putting that all on Kirk Cousins? Who's your daddy? Are we putting that all on Kirk Cousins? He's got yes. one of the best how, receivers in the league. How about Dalvin Cook stays healthy for once in his life? Dalvin Cook can't stay healthy. He's still a top five back. I don't disagree, but the, when he's healthy. The Vikings also had really good defenses, too. He's healthier than Christian McCaffrey. I know that's, that's far as, like, like, in the toilet. But. I mean, to be fair. Because you Ale- said that, McCaffrey just twisted his ankle, so thank you. <laughs> to be fair, Alexander saw, Madison is, like, the best backup in the NFL. So. I saw a video. I was like, when you draft McCaffrey, really hoping to get a good performance, and you see, like, 25 points week one, 35 points week two, and you're, like, you know, talking shit to all your buddies. Yeah, week he three t- goes out in the second quarter with a fucked up ankle. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robbie, with the number one pick in the draft that I did with – the other draft I did with Ryan, I took CMC. <laughs> I just got well, the faith. I got, I got the well, faith. Yeah, it plays out for him, Cotton. Uh, uh, God, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for the... I guess we'll we'll move on from the Kirk Cousins argument. You, <laughs> you guys can really fired up. The viewers can make that decision for themselves. Uh, Connor, is, why is Connor such a defender of Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins? Of, like, any two quarterbacks? Yeah, Carr leads <laughs> Crusades for mid-quarter... They're better than mid. They're good quarterbacks. He was just talking about how good Marcus Mariota was earlier today, too. So. No, that <laughs> come on. I said he's five. in the league that I would rather have over those bums. Okay, if they're in the top half, they're better than mid. You no, said ten. If they're if they're t- if they're a ten to twenty, they're mid. That's the middle ground of quarterbacks. You don't think like Q- the QB twelve is a good quarterback? No, mid. No. He's mid. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, whatever. Right, well, we're moving on. We're, we're okay, moving. no, no. Here's 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 how it goes. One to five elite. Five okay. to ten good. Ten to twenty mid. Twenty to thirty. Uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Sam Darnold's not even starting anymore. He's probably not even thirty. 
Um, so we'll move on from that. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about, I don't know if y'all saw, but, uh, UFC, the welterweight belt was on the line, uh, a week or two weeks ago. I actually watched this fight live. It was Usman versus Leon Edwards. Uh, yeah, I was kind of annoyed. I barely missed weight for that fight. (laughs) So I watched that. I actually ended up watching that fight live. Uh, and it was, like I said, it was for the welterweight championship. And th- there were some insane stats on the line. It was like Usman had never been had never been taken down in the amount of fights he had. And had if he had won this fight against Edwards, he would have tied, like, John Jones's record for most consecutive defenses or fights or whatever. Uh, and basically, so Edwards in, like, round one or round two actually got a takedown on him, which was the first in UFC history. And also, Usman had never lost in UFC. He had, he had one loss in his professional record, but it wasn't in UFC. Uh, so like I said, Edwards, Edwards had a takedown on him, so that destroyed one of the stats. Uh, and then basically, it went to round five, and Usman was like clearly winning. He was the champ coming into it. He was clearly winning. Uh, and then with literally less than a minute left, uh, they were standing up, and Edwards hit him with a head kick, and he knocked him out. Like it was cold, knocked out cold. Uh, it was one of the cleanest knockouts I'd ever seen. And Leon Edwards becomes the new uh, UFC welterweight champion. Uh, it was. It was incredible. I was watching it live, and me and my roommate were just going crazy. Uh, so if you guys have not seen that knockout, I'd recommend going and watching it uh, because it was pretty crazy. The amount of, like I said, there were a lot of records and stats on the line, and Edwards just kind of effed up Usman's uh, placement in the record books. Uh, it was pretty incredible. Uh, so yeah, like I said, if you have not seen that um, knockout, I'd recommend going and checking it out. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's it for the UFC headline. Um, and then... Something we were talking about before coming on the podcast, House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequel, premiered last Sunday, and the next uh, episode is coming out tonight, uh, this Sunday. Uh, Robbie, you, you thought it was good? I thought it was very good. It felt like the beginning of Game of Thrones. Yeah. It was like they're setting up a lot of different like interests, a lot of different people that are going to be vying for control. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it's going to be very good. And apparently, the we dragons were... are sick too. Yeah. And apparently we've enticed Ryan to uh, to watch it, and maybe if he if he likes this, he'll watch the main yeah, series. Yeah, I'm really excited to see like you know just like the CGI dragon stuff. Uh, that's it is that looks really cool. Some of the some and of the get the beginning like the shots. return of the Handledies. Uh, I think that'll be fun too. Some of the what? What's Handledies? Some of the Continue, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is kind of funny seeing back on like Bleacher Report and stuff. They they've done. You know how they used to Game of Zones. They used to edit like Game of Thrones things. They yeah. started doing that again. It's actually pretty funny and cool. So it's it's cool They're to see hilarious. that again. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, song of the week. I have one just because it was stuck in my head before. Uh, song of the week for me is "I Fall Apart" by Post Malone. It was just a song that came came to my Yo, head. Really. It's been a tough week, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard it yesterday. I was like, it was, you know, it's just you a really good song. Talk about it or something? No, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You were to talk to us about it or? No, no, I'm good. Uh, you guys got any songs of the week? Listen, Rotten. Connor, she's not worth your tears. You can do better. <laughs> no. Chin up, King. <laughs> Big chin up, King. So no, I don't. I don't have one. None? Not prepared. None. Not prepared. All right. Well, well, Ryan, we'll move on to your fun fact today. You want to read us that out for us? Sure. The fun fact today is. A Mickey Mantle card from 1952, ranked, I think it was SGA, which, again, I'm still befuddled why they graded it with SGA. Uh, 9.5, it sold for $12.6 million, becoming the most expensive sports memorabilia item to ever um, be sold. 
Um, and actually, three that record has been broken like three times this year. Once for like a Honus Wagner card. There was something else that was also sold for like multi million dollar. But yeah, um, reading the story was actually super cool. The, there was um, like this guy bought a lot of 1952 Topps cards like back I, like 30, 40 years ago for mm-hmm. probably like $150,000. And it had a bunch of you know, lots of different cards. And it had probably like 10 or 12 different copies of this mantle card, which even back then, like 40 years ago, was a grail. Mm-hmm. And the guy sold one of the mantles for 50K from that lot to somebody. And this card that was sold like yesterday happened to be that card. That That's crazy. 50K. So the guy like that bought it sat on it for like three decades or wow. whatever until the sons eventually can like convinced them to go set it to be graded. And then it obviously got a really high grade. It was the highest like grade ever for a card of that era. Um, so that it sold for an absolutely stupid amount of money, but I mean, it's considered one of the Holy grail cards of baseball and to be in that like pristine of condition, obviously fetches a crazy price for it. We are going to now move on into the tier list. Our tier list today is just going to be, like I said, it's going to be Big Ten rankings. Uh, like Ryan and Robbie did the SEC earlier, I did Big 12. So we're going to combine for the Big Ten. All right, so I've got that pulled up. So now we can get into it. So first off, we're going to you, uh, Wisconsin. The Badgers. Uh, probably A tier. I think they're going to be solid. I think they'll probably be the favorite to win the Big Ten West this year. Okay. That's how it goes. All right, so I guess we'll put them in A for right now. Ohio State. S. S. Very yeah, easily S. I think, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we got to give them some respect, even though they might not deserve it. But uh, that's Maryland, correct? It is. Yeah. And the Terps. I, I know nothing about Maryland this year. Like, not a thing. I, uh, I, I can't imagine they're going to be all yeah, that great. I can't See? imagine. I don't think they're going to be terrible, but. They're going to be better than Rutgers. That, I saw I saw someone talking about like you know with conference realignment like kind of the weird bowl matchups you can see. Can you imagine if we saw a Maryland and Colorado Rose Bowl? <laughs> I can't because I'm that not would be crack. that'd be really funny though. So we'll put Maryland at C for right now. Uh, we got Purdue. I'd pro- I'd argue B tier because they seem to beat Yo, someone really good every I, year. I'm, yeah, I'm so there for that. I just really like Purdue too. Like yeah, I do too. I, I have no issues with Purdue. How so many teams wanna... are there? Do we have what 14? 14. 12? Okay, 14. Purdue just beats so beat them every year. It's just, it's just yeah, it's so great. random. Uh, Michigan, the Wolverines. Probably the only S. other team you could consider putting in S tier. Yeah. Yep. I would argue A, but uh shut up. I, I think I think they're still slightly better than Wisconsin. Fair. Uh Nebraska. Dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. You think they're gonna be worse than Maryland? I it, I don't think it matters because Scott Frost. Maryland and D. We put Maryland and yeah, C. Yeah, Maryland and D. Oh, we put Maryland and C. Maryland and C. I think it was like the bottom of C. So I would definitely say Nebraska. Dumpster fire. I mean, they did nothing to change my mind yesterday. They lost another one possession game to a team they probably should have beaten. That's fair. <laughs> we got a uh, Penn State. They're not going to be as good this year. I want to put them in B tier with Purdue. I'm I'm down. Yeah, that's fine. I'm down with. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Definitely. They haven't really shown anything as of late that would, you know, prove that wrong. Uh, next, we got Rutgers. You know where they go. Yeah. Right, right next to Nebraska. Put them in D? 
Yeah, we're putting them in the Where else are they gonna go? They're waiting for Indiana to come join their ass. They're they're like Vandy. They've barely won any Big Ten games the last couple years. I I don't know the last time they won one. Fair. Uh, We have Minnesota. Probably a B. I throw them in C. Uh, I I don't think they're as good as Purdue or Penn State. I throw them in C. Uh, Next, we got Indiana. D. You don't think? I mean, Indiana wasn't bad i think they have pinnix back this year too either indiana or, or illinois is going in d one of them. i would i would put illinois in d i think indiana is going to be top of c sounds good okay we will put indiana in top of c we'll put illinois bottom of d northwestern the uh top of the big 10 right now the, the big international team? win for the homies <laughs> big international uh they, they are out of d tier because of that see yeah, i guess c tier put throw them in i would c. put them in b it's it's really northwestern guys b tier the quarterback actually I looked really like good yesterday they have uh they have brian holinsky the quarterback is good i i think b tier i think they're gonna be on the same level as a purdue and a penn state ryan what do you think all right uh, you know Rob, robbie convinced me i didn't even look up the stat but you know he said even you're northwestern and i'm going with it I got He's a uh, gambler. <laughs> I got Iowa at A tier for me. Yep. Like um as mid of an A tier as you can be, it's the Iowa Hawkeyes. It's just Come on like now. they don't threaten anybody. Yeah. No, not at all. They're not scary. Fair. But I think they're still gonna be right under Ohio State and Michigan with the Wisconsin. Uh where do we where do we think Michigan State's gonna end up this year? They seem kind of I'm up and really down. torn between like top of B and bottom of A. I don't think Agreed. they're good enough to be bottom of A. I probably who, who do we have in A right now? We have Wisconsin and Iowa in A right now. Which I, I actually be I think they're gonna be better than Penn State. I'd put them in the bottom of A. I actually agree with that. I think they should go in the bottom of A too. Okay, I also I want to apologize to Rutgers. I like low key disrespected Rutgers. Uh they won they, two Big Ten games last year yeah. and played the year before. Yeah, so like, they do the have fuck? they do have three oh and nine seasons since they joined the Big Ten. Yeah, but since they, but not the, yeah, I, I, you know, that's why that's I was like, Shiano, I don't think Rutgers, Rutgers is that Shiano's bad. Back. Yeah, Shiano's come back and they've been better. We throw them in C, bottom of C? No, they still, they still, yeah. in D. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> I'll throw Michigan State in bottom of A for right now. Uh, so we have four tiers with the most amount of teams. I don't know which one we want to rank out of the four. Obviously, it's not very many. Uh, we can, let's rank, let's rank A. So Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan State. Where do we think those guys end up? I think Iowa. It's either you just. I think Wisconsin's better than Iowa. You think yeah. so? I'm fine with that. Okay. I I think it's I think it's Wisconsin, Iowa, Penn State. Wisconsin, or, you have, Iowa, you have Michigan State. Michigan State. Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan State. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do we? What do we think? Like Purdue, Penn State, Northwestern. Is that a good order? Penn think? State, Purdue, Northwestern. I agree with yeah. that. Uh, Indiana. Well, it depends what. Depends what week you're playing Purdue, because they're the scariest team in the country. Well, yeah, if you're playing them in West Lafayette, they're A tier. Yeah. West Lafayette night game, and you're ranked in the top five. That's facts. That's so facts. You're going to get run over. Uh, Shout out. Shout out the West Lafayette Chick fil A, Elite Chick fil A. There you go. Uh, Indiana, Minnesota, Maryland. What do you think? I think Minnesota is the best team in that Mm -hmm. group. So we go cool. Minnesota, Indiana, Maryland. Yep. Okay, and then we got uh, Nebraska, Rutgers, Illinois. Nebraska, Nebraska Illinois, Illinois Rutgers. Rutgers. Come on, man. I hate the Rutgers disrespect. I hate Rutgers I so much. Disrespect when they suck ass. I'm confused. 
Oh man, I don't, I don't get how we're calling that disrespect. Yeah, yeah I think it's, I think it's a little bit. You need a grip. Nah, you need a grip. You and you and mid things, Connor. Now nah, Rutgers, Rutgers is mid worse than mid, but like they aren't as bad as you guys say they are. I think. Um. So yeah, that has been the episode for today. Is there anything else that you guys want to announce or anything like that? If you guys haven't checked out my uh, mashup that I had on my YouTube channel, go check that out. I'll put that in uh, the description. Uh. Any other headlines here? Thank you very much. Any other headlines you guys want to announce or just you guys want to sign off? Now you sign us off today, Connor. Yeah. I got to do it. You got to Oh, God. All right. For me, Robbie Bergstone, Ryan Dole, we want to thank you so much for joining us at the Rosenberg Podcast, especially if you listen on Google Podcasts because uh, Mm -hmm. that's the homie right there. Shout out the homie Google Podcast. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening and hopefully we'll catch you next week. Hopefully we have less of these hiatuses, but I guess we'll be... (laughs) <laughs> may probably not after just by those facial reactions but I, I don't work monday so i could record sunday night i'll be in indiana still i i can record monday morning are you working monday no i'm off monday uh, i'm driving back monday so i guess we will be taking another hiatus uh so apologies <laughs> next, for the next weekend i'm good the next weekend i'm good <laughs> Uh, Ryan will, <laughs> yeah, you'll be with me. We'll just record together. We're gonna we're yeah, gonna yeah. sign we're gonna sign up for anything else <laughs> goes, goes wrong here. I uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Rosenberg podcast. We will catch you later. Please gamble responsibly.